I'm Jenny. I'm Jay. And I'm Jim. And this is Topic Lords, the only place on the internet you can hear topics discussed. Jenny, would you like to introduce yourself or do you have anything to plug? Hi, I'm Jenny. I've been on this podcast. I'm going to continue to be on this podcast. Uh, I have nothing to plug. Oh, except I made a really good loaf of bread. Nice. Yeah. Did you did you mail me a slice? <laughs> I haven't mailed you a slice yet. Okay. Because I hate going to the post office. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's the worst. Dang, that's a good topic because I hate it too. <laughs> Uh, uh, three people with social anxiety. <laughs> uh, I have a thing to say about going to the post office. It's like a whole ass anecdote. And we were like in the introduction. Do you, do you want to? Yeah. You can have your anecdote. You can so, have your anecdote and eat it too. So partway during, uh, it was like late 2020. So we all know what the, what shit was like in, in late 2020 with the pandemic situation. And I needed a passport renewal and my ear had, my left ear had just randomly stopped working. And I went to the post office and everybody is wearing a mask. And I realized that if one of your, if only one of your ears functions, you can, and there's a lot of sound in a space, you cannot tell where the sound is coming from. And it was just incredibly hard trying to figure out which of the conversational bits were this guy talking to me about a passport and which were like the other 80 people in this post office just screaming at each other. How's your ear? (laughs) It got better randomly. It just had just okay. This, yeah, I made this an is ear appointment. Healthcare in America. <laughs> yeah, it just gets better randomly. Yeah, or I'm, doesn't. And, and then I went in for the <laughs> ear appointment because I'm like, okay, they should be able to tell me if this is like a nerve that has stopped working in my brain that I should care about. But no, they didn't check. They're just like, oh, well, it started again. That's fine. You're fine. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. That yeah. sounds like post offices, though. Yeah. I avoid them. Yeah. No thanks to a fault. I think I have returned some items online and then I was supposed to send back the Oh no. the item and then I just ended up buying two items and had a broken one because I didn't didn't want to go to the post office. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> yep. definitely worth the price of that item to not go to the not post go to office. The post office. Yeah. I have a subscription model where I pay $10 every day and I have I don't have to go to the post office. This sounds like some kind of like sitcom concept where you go to the post office for people I curb your enthusiasm maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. And, and Jay, would you like to <laughs> introduce yourself or do you have anything to plug? Uh hi, I'm Jay. Nope. Nothing to plug. Definitely not the post office. Yeah, not the post office. I love the postal <laughs> service. Not that band. Oh, but no. I love the... No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you like the band a lot. But um, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, no, fine. They're, they're fine. They named themselves after a way to, to, to mail tapes. I yeah. just don't want to go to their house. It's 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 cute. I'm I'm good that there exists. I'm good that there exists. This I'm is the kind too. of level of sentence you should expect. That's why we're on the podcast together. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I miss being on the podcast with you, Jay. It's been a uh, minute. Likewise. Uh, so it's a very exciting time. This episode comes out on New Year's Day. So do, do we have any do we have any resolutions we'd like to make? <laughs> My New Year's resolution is 800 by 600. Nice. Mine is uh, 1280 by 1024. Oh my God, that's so futuristic. Mm-hmm. That's like the Xbox 360. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's like a 10 year old computer. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking that for everybody's New Year's resolution, we should just go like get a random uh, Mastodon toot off of the Topic Lords Mastodon tutor. Oh, yeah. You probably also have a blue sky. 
Nope. No. <laughs> nope. No. No. No fascist social media sites. All here. right. Then yeah, just get it off the off the Mastodon tutor, and uh, and you can you too can wind up with exciting New Year's resolutions like learning yeah. to suck a f- glass onto your face from the kid next to you at Applebee's. How yeah. long can that take? You can get that done like halfway through January, probably. First, I, you I, have to find a kid at Applebee's to sit next to you. That's so true. this was one of my earliest topics was that I would was going to need to shave my beard to use a CPAP. Oh. It turned out not to be true. It turns out it's all oh. right. But I would definitely need to shave my beard in order to suck a glass onto my face. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. The, 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 you can't form a seal oh. if there's hair. Mm. Ur, 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 ur. <laughs> I was going to say from a rose, so we have two different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, usually that's my go-to, but uh, I just got so distracted by wanting to watch Jim try to suck a glass onto his face, but also realizing that this is an audio recording. Yeah, no, that would be, uh, that would be a very... Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I could like cut an excerpt out of the show, like yeah. just record a YouTube special. All right, I'm looking at the Mastodon, mm. um, Topic Lore's Mastodon right now. Um, okay, here's one. Making okay. a cooking knife out of dinosaur bones. Oh, yeah. That's a good New Year's resolution. Here's another one. Taking it to Squirtstown. <laughs> taking what to Squirtstown? It just says taking it. <laughs> okay. So I guess it I'm imagining like some hip like burger or hot dog joint and they put that over their condiment area oh yes that is five thousand percent a thing that would happen in like a fast casual dining establishment yeah yeah Yeah. uh but but some of them don't fit the formats for example vr coming to prominence in the 90s after the garbage pail kids made puking mainstream (laughs) that's gonna be hard to do is your resolution (laughs) oh this one works though screaming in people's ears all night Oh, that's like, that's just going to happen for most people who do anything on New Year's Eve. Oh, right. Yeah. Is it yep. just one night or all year? It doesn't say all year, fortunately. That's good. Well, if you go to GDC or one of those, then you'll probably get that resolved pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I guess it doesn't have to be the same people's ears. You could have a rotation, like like when you're going through an emotional crisis, you know, and you're like, okay, which of my friends have I not like bitched about this to for four hours? Right. I need to call that one because everyone else is sick of my bullshit. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep a spreadsheet about which yeah. friends have, have you've bitched to about what. I want. Why is there no app for this that just tracks it? Like I put in my friends list and it tracks for me how much emotional load I have dumped on each of these people. How recently? <laughs> well, if there's an app for it, like ideally they would tell you. Uh, they would tell you how much they're ready for it in any given moment. Uh, they'd be like, "What is the uh, the that thing that got memed? I am now prepared to hold space for your feelings or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> after an uh, after a financial exchange happens <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start charging to hear about that woman brenda who won't leave her husband i mean this is what therapy is for yeah not really on topic but i was gonna ask if either of you do anything on new year's eve or day because we don't really <laughs> And I, we never really had my my parents. The only thing they did is at midnight they went outside and they 
they banged on pots and pans, which is something <laughs> they got from up north and then brought it down to Florida where no one does it. So we always were like really weird for doing that. Just, just the, the huge assholes in the neighborhood. Yeah. I guess it, probably everybody's awake. So People, does, yeah. there's uh, fireworks. So it's oh, yeah. okay. But, De- not the, the least asshole people in the neighborhood then. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> The ones, the only ones who are not going to start a fire. But it feels so (laughs) underwhelming because what, there's just like some bands you don't care about on TV and some pageantry and nothing. (laughs) I used to know. really into listening to Casey Kasem's Rockin' New Year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. My family would do this thing. This is a very simple ritual where we call it, we call it jumping into the new year. Mm. Where you'd like you'd lay a lot of a string on the on the ground or the carpet. Oh. At at the moment of the new year, you tried to be in the air over the string as you were passing over the string. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. We used to it's, eat like it's fun. Get twelve grapes and try to eat one on every bong of the clock. <laughs> well, how, how far <laughs> apart are these bongs? <laughs> Not far enough to successfully eat a different grape every bong. Okay, is it like a second? Like that sounds yeah. Difficult. It's like you know when when the clock hit and it's like bong bong bong. You're like, oh, 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 and that's then about you a second apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That sounds exhausting. This might be the first time I've heard bong used to mean that sound, but it's the best for that, I think. Not dong or Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, dong is a completely different. And so it threw me off because I'm thinking, I was thinking you're like, when you, Jim, when you said how far apart are the bongs, I thought you were making a joke <laughs> about bongs, I guess, because right. I've never heard that. Right. Anyway. Yeah. There was a, um, I, I, I'm on the, the crossword subreddit. And sometimes people post their like homemade crosswords. Like I made this one and I did one of them where someone uh, had the clue whack it for a huge dong. (laughs) (laughs) And the answer was bell. It's very, it's a a classy, Mm -hmm, that's a a classy clue answer pair. Keep it classy, that crossword. I like it. Post my cheese crossword. Are we ready to start on some topics? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Jay, your topic is the dying art. Of learning a skill on a message board, such as pixel art or having long hair. Yeah. um, So back around 2002, I want to say, I would say it's my first message board, but it's actually my second message board I ever signed up on after The Sims official message board. (laughs) But after that, I signed up on Pixelation, which is a pixel art message board back in 2002. And um, I started learning pixel art uh then and i almost entirely abandoned drawing with my hands at that point i just stopped i just kept doing it at school i doodle but kept doing it online and over time you know i got to know a relatively small community of people i think there was maybe like two three hundred members through the early 2000s and you know it was it was an early 2000s message board so there was a lot of like you know gatekeepy stuff and i think it was a little more dry then you might not like they had this sort of lexicon of like pixel art terms that they were like kind of coming up with and codifying. And a lot of the terms people still use now for like pixel art techniques came from there. Uh, what, are, what are some examples? Um, for example, banding in, in the pixel art sense or um, clusters in the pixel art sense. So, so if you have because you're working at a very low resolution, if you have multiple pixels of the same color, like all clumped together that's called a cluster and the old wisdom generally was you want to avoid clusters you want to like Mm. um now now of course if you have a fill area like with with a lot of 
of the same color, that's fine. But in terms of like, uh, if you just have like a square of of um of four four pixels of one color just oh, floating yeah. alone somewhere, then when you zoom out, you're gonna still see it. Kind of looks yeah. like a square and not like you know, like a highlight or something. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a similar rule in the RPG Maker community where you're not supposed to have like when you're doing level design, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to you're supposed to use the same tile three times in a row, right? You have to break it up with another kind of tile. Click and play and Games Factory communities, which I also joined soon after, had all that stuff too, and and it's really a thing that I don't think is going to happen in quite the same way again, maybe with discord a little bit, but because yeah. things aren't always there to reference on discord, I don't think people often go back and read the whole chat history Whereas you might on a new message board, go back and like read threads and stuff. Kind of like a thing that I think is going away and like the hair thing, my wife, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but Hey, new year, <laughs> new know. year, new wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she was on a message board for 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 people with long hair. It was really dry stuff about like how you tie it up in certain clips and caring for it and stuff like that. There was an element of like weird like competition and weird, you know, like any community, like people who are just way too into growing their hair long and had like more of an ideological bent or whatever but yeah i was in a trader joe's like in like 2006 or something like that and some guy came up to me and said oh that's a good length and he he handed me his business card (laughs) and apparently he like he runs or ran at the time a a a message board for men with long hair oh and it was full of posts like "Uh, my parents just don't understand me but you guys are (laughs) i finally found my community here yeah yeah, I think her her that board. I mean, I, a lot of boards have that kind of thing going on. Or, or and uh, I don't know. It's just really interesting because because I find out found it really helpful because there were a lot of like on the pixel art board. I guess professionals who were already doing it or who had done like game art for Game Boy Advance games and right. just posting on the same forum and talking to me and giving me feedback. And um, I think on something like Discord, you're not gonna have that same experience generally you're going to be more with your own maybe age group or yeah i wonder if if the discord is more age segregated that's interesting yeah like certainly a message board you know in in 2000 or whatever is going to be one of the fewer places on the internet you can congregate and it, it might be that like just because there are more places to be now more places to find your community you're less likely to find like any given person in the community, which would include famous people. I don't know if my, I don't know if my, my uh, mathematical model is working out there, but. I get it. I, and I also think the way people find these things, like a younger person's not going to be linked to the same discord servers or find the same ones just by virtue of what social media that they're using generally, you know, like they don't use the same stuff we do. I don't even have an amazing sense of how I would find discords like for my interest and community. Like I know like a a Google search, but then it's like how much. Yeah. In the cases that I've seen, it's always been like through already being part of the community somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's like how it's impossible to find people to follow on co-host unless you're already on Twitter. Like you search (laughs) Twitter for co-host. And there, there's your list of people to follow on co-hosts. I think most servers that I'm a part of on Discord are because I had a problem with software or 
something mm. and the only the only bug report tool yeah yeah, yeah. Which, the only way now which yeah. oh that that is such a you know I, I feel like I've told this story on the show before or, 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 it's, or it's come up, but like you might search for like a, an error message you got that a program gave you or a library yeah. gave you. Yeah. And like there's a message, there's a message on a message board from 20 years ago telling the mm-hmm. asker to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I the- need to invent a time machine <laughs> so I can go back in time and find that person who said to Google it and punch him in the face. Right. In 20 years, What's what it's going to be is like yeah go to the, uh, go, to the go to the Discord for for support and the Discord will be a dead link because yeah. Discord will be out of business yeah yeah because so, that stuff is all going away it's just it's so yeah. it's, it's it's ephemeral yeah. it's not it's like uh, the message board had a lot of message boards have a lot of problems but one mm-hmm. good thing about them is that you can search for conversations people have already had yeah and also like you can it's searchable but also. The hardcore community members will have the lore in their head in a way that I don't think people are doing on on Discord, where it's like uh, someone comes into the community, brings up a topic, and they're like, ah, yes, this is exactly like the time that Taco89 was telling Beefaroni. Yeah. Yeah. And they had this entire conversation. And actually, a lot of interesting stuff came up. On the old... Taco Bell message boards. Yeah, here. And I know that I just need to search for uh, Schkledoodle, and that'll just <laughs> pop it right up. That's the only result for Schkledoodle. And here you go. Here's the exact information you yeah. need. Yeah. 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 And, and also, like, if you've got social anxiety, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> I, I've done this once in my life. I've, I've gone to a, a Discord forum. I wish you even call them a forum. I've gone to a Discord for tech support help on a a library I was having a problem with once in my life, and it was because I was being paid to do it and expected uh-huh. to get it done. Oh! If it were a personal project, I would have just like, yeah, I don't need to do this project. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't need to do it this way. You mm-hmm. know, I could just change my whole life and become a lawyer. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna try to put it back to the topic because I'm really interested to know if it, either of you were on boards that had their own like weird lexicon or their own like really specific like just boards for like i don't know tying knots or whatever you know <laughs> i was i was hoping that the the pixel art you were going to say the pixel art terminology they came up with on that board is never used anywhere else wow that's what i was <laughs> wishing for <laughs> oh no that would have been interesting though but no it was the first I haven't been on boards with like it's very very specific terminology. Uh, but my sister talked about being on a Discord that uses extremely specific emoticons. This has been on the show. Oh, I was just thinking about emoji use on on Discord. Someone responded to a thing I said about no ethical mana use under capitalism with a fire, and I'm like, okay, does that mean that capitalism is a garbage fire? Does that mean the thing that I said was fire? Is it a mana reference? Right, yeah, right, right. Anyway, keep talking, Jim. Yeah. So th- this, you go go to listen to the episode she was on, like near the beginning of the show, for the full story, but. The, the example that I remember is that the uh, the egg hatching emoji means that's cute. What? Okay. And the the, the deer emoji means that's concerning. <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, because, oh, dear. Oh. And it, they made a new emoji, which was the, the chick hatching out of the egg with antlers. And it said that's – and it means that's cute but also concerning. Concerning. Okay. That's incredible. That's pretty fun. Yeah. They use the the ghost emoji to mean hug because it it kind of looks like it's giving you a hug. Oh, yeah, it kind of does. Uh, but uh, that's the that's what that's what comes to mind. 
the example, the other example that comes to mind that is a terminology thing is demo scene stuff. Mm. But it's but it's all terms that like would never have a use anywhere else, like shade bobs. Oh, I'm not familiar with shade bob. Yeah, is that a, in the coding bob? stuff? No one knows what a shade bob is. It sh- stands for shaded blitter object. Uh-huh. Um, it's the, the the technique of um, when you're using a uh, indexed color mode. Instead of drawing uh, a sprite by by copying the pixels into the into the frame buffer, where where the sprite is solid, you add the values of the sprite to the to the frame buffer. So if you draw it in more than one place, uh, it it moves through the palette. Uh, uh-huh. And if you have a gradient in the palette, it like becomes brighter there. And if you move it around, you're draw- you're leaving a trail. Oh, that's if you- cool. I mean, let me let me actually let me see. I'm yeah. gonna search on YouTube for shade bobs if you can see see this effect. Yeah. I feel like I definitely have seen this effect somewhere in something. Oh yeah, the YouTube is, is like shade shade bob search on YouTube is uh, a bunch of examples of this. Let's stop talking. Now silence while everyone Look looks at shade, at shade bobs. bobs. Yeah. <laughs> shade bob square pixels. Is that X? Ah uh, yeah. Demo? Yeah. Shade bob square pixels would be a good name for a comic book character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shade bob is a good example of something like that though i could definitely see myself hitting a i don't know message board and checking out pretty quickly because people are talking about shade bobs <laughs> <laughs> the other uh example from the demo scene is um glenn's g-l-e-n-z which mm. is harder to search for but easier to explain it just means when um a 3d object is rendered translucently and sometimes with, with like different shades on the surface like to to give it the the impression of being like a a glass or a crystal Mm -hmm. object um and i think it's from swedish for shine shiny or something like that but that one you did not get results on youtube that one did not make it out of the demo scene (laughs) most of my forum use was just the kingdom of loathing forum oh yeah i know that there was like there was a hardcore speed running community uh, which that term actually has a specific meaning because Kingdom of Loathing, you could do a hardcore ascension. So right. there was like the the the, the speedrunning community that was hardcore, and then there was also the hardcore speedrunners. <laughs> and and speedrunning here was a little bit weird yeah, because it's, it's based not. on it's based on turns passing as opposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like a like a like a speedrun uh, real life uh, a real life speed. There were certain modes of like hardcore and. Then there was like oxygenarian where you're not uh so you got extra turns from eating and drinking and also inhaling canned air was uh was very popular and in right. an oxygenarian you would not eat or drink you would only be allowed to inhale the canned air and those could take like 13 days something was a good yeah good time yeah that's pretty fast <laughs> yeah I, I remember they that that community also had very weird words like bug meat <laughs> I don't remember bug meat. I don't remember any of the specific. Um, I got into it a little bit. I wasn't like a speedrunner, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna do one one day ascension while it is possible, and I did that. But yeah, they would definitely. Um, they had a lot of very specific terminology for uh, like strategies, like speed speedrunning strats. I guess the project already lends itself to that. I mean, the project is built on non-standard words for everything, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you just talk about it to a a normal person, you have to explain (laughs) a lot of things. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't have the meat to us. Yeah, let's start with meat. Yeah, Yeah, let's start with meat. (laughs) Starting right now. (laughs) Meat is money. Good good episode title. Let's start with (laughs) Oh, well, that's a lull. Uh, Are we ready for another topic? Let's not start with meat. Uh, (laughs) Let's end with meat. 
Let's end with meat. Let's end with meat. Jenny, your topic is the Boulder's Gate 3 butthole chart. It sure is. I'm going to click on this butthole chart. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. (laughs) Are these all cosplayers? Oh, my God. Uh, I think this is just the game art. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. What butthole chart are you looking at? Oh, never mind. I Googled the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, no. no. Just, <laughs> just yeah. joking. So let's, uh, so from top to bottom, we've got the official, this is the official Baldur's Gate 3 butthole chart. Don't be fooled by any of those uh, unofficial. This one was the unofficial. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's Oh, I just Googled butthole chart and this is a thing. <laughs> oh, it's like a whole like everybody Here's the has Beatles a butthole, butthole chart? chart. Wow, the Family Guy butthole chart. Oh, amazing! I, I okay, the Beatles one. I don't think this is okay to do this with real people. No, that's, I think that's crossing a line. It is crossing a line. Some of those people are still alive. Yeah. Oh, but once they're all dead, then <laughs> once it's fine. they're all dead, it's fine. That's the rule. You got to wait five years. Is there a message for butthole chart like? Message board for butthole chart people. There's gotta butthole be a Discord. chart message board. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is wild. Yeah, this is a bigger topic than I thought it was going to be if this is a whole thing. All right, but let's let's stick with the We're Boulder's Gate butthole yeah, chart yeah. for now. But yeah, I don't I don't see a message board for this, unfortunately. Oh, too bad. Yeah, so we've got um several several axes. It's just a bunch of characters arranged along several several axes. One is the uh, the shade of the butthole. One is the tightness from loose to tight. One is the scent from rancid to fragrant. Uh, one is the hairiness from jungle to bald. And then there is separate from the smell. We have the taste from putrid to gourmet. Separate from the smell. Separate I from mean, the smell. If, if you're separating it from the smell, it should be like salty to umami. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm scrolling between scent and taste, and I'm seeing if anyone is like kind yeah. of conscious. Like, because there's one who's freight, there's a fragrant one that is that is also putrid, pu- a, a little bit putrid. Little putrid. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> also, nobody has a hairy butthole. Nobody? Well, maybe they're, maybe they're special people. <laughs> but. <laughs> I've actually had this discussion with my wife. We were kind of arguing about it. One, one, one of our one of our least fun fights, um, uh, where it turned out that like the the different the, the difference that we were we were clashing on was that uh, she considers the the area of skin like around like so I consider the the part of the butthole be meaning just the oh. smooth part in the middle. Like the part where if God told you to bring him 50 buttholes, those would be the little, just a little like. No, that's not helping. Inside that's of not the, helping I'm me understand. I'm having a hard time visualizing this. <laughs> you see, I've never seen a butthole. Oh, it's a, it's a different color. I'm it's a different texture of skin. <laughs> that's true. Nobody has hair on that part. But if you're also including like a, like a vaster area. My wife and also the person who made this chart. Mm-hmm, considers mm-hmm. like the surrounding region yeah. to be part of the butthole. Because definitely there's, uh, once you get far enough away from the butthole, it's no, like no longer arguable by anyone that it's a butthole. What's it but called then, Jim? <laughs> the, the area around the butthole? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm the I'm not the one who thinks that that's part of the butthole. So I would say that's just part of the rest. It's part of the butt cheeks. Jim's a butthole purist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the metro butthole region, or I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, mm, yeah. The suburbs. The tri-butthole tri <laughs> area. Yeah. The exurbs. I 
say any part the bidet gets. That's, that's the, the whole butt. body. What? You just, you just dip your full <laughs> body in shower, the- Jim. You're showering in the bidet again. <laughs> I just skip the bidet and toilet middleman and just hop right in the shower. There it's, you uh, go. Wait, you skip the toilet middleman? Oh no. So we're <laughs> waffle stomping. This is terrible. <laughs> anyway, that was from a message board. There was some dumb oh. that's from an old thread echoing in my head about skipping the toilet middleman and going in the shower. I don't know. Oh, anyway. oh, if you do that, you really can lie down to pee. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting us off of. Is your... there a terminology for skipping the shower or skipping the toilet middleman and going straight in the shower? Is that an entire? I guess those people are on Discord now. Yeah, that, I don't know. It was a whole dumb thing. <laughs> like it started with. Some... Yeah, they're, they're sequestered. They have their own Discord, so no one else has to read what they say. Someone was making fun of some guys, like poor wording, I think, and then and then it just kept going, you know. But anyway, back to your chart, because I, I think yeah. this is worth yeah. further discussion. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts. Thoughts on the... So I, I don't know any of these. I never played Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking. I'm just looking at faces here and like, mm-hmm. yes, this person has a red face. Their butthole is probably red. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, the shade, shade of butthole is probably the least interesting part of this whole chart. Yeah. I like that it says it's made by 39 Community. Yeah. yeah there's a squid guy his asshole is probably bald uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep yep but so then like yeah. everyone else is just like i yeah i mean maybe i like i feel like the the personality of these characters has to be taken into account oh absolutely and I was, that was something that I, I wanted to talk about a little. So I have played Baldur's Gate 3, and I, I, I do have a sense of uh, most of these characters. And it's interesting because I'm, I'm looking at this chart and I'm going like, yeah, that checks out. Which means that there is there are personality traits that correspond to physical butthole traits. And that yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. And in the in the real world, if you were because you can, people have a, a, a personality, um, and they have buttholes, and they have buttholes. So you could actually do uh, a study mapping people's personality to their physical butthole traits, and would you get results similar to like if you if you found someone with a personality who was Carlock and you examined their butthole, would it be halfway between jungle and bald? No, I mean. <laughs> All uh, I think I think all of these axes are alterable by the user. Like these oh. are all things that you can like. If you don't like that you're shading your butthole, there's stuff you can do about that. <laughs> if you don't like the 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 scent of your butthole, you could probably change your diet. I bet that would work. Oh, it probably would. Um, so what about the umami of your butthole, though? I <laughs> that seems chemical on a very deep level. <laughs> I think the only thing you couldn't maybe do is grow more hair you gotta take it gotta go on tea mm. did we all see the bobby fingers video where he gets a single ass hair transplanted onto the top of his head <laughs> i have not so seen that, that he one never has to worry about going bald <laughs> oh yeah we got to get that in the show notes it is incredible it's not even about that it's about making a rowing boat shaped like jeff bezos's head bobby fingers all i can think of is salad fingers <laughs> Jim, you need to watch these videos. They're incredible. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm, I also don't know who Bobby Fingers is. <laughs> oh, I should have done my plug for Bobby Fingers. Bobby Fingers needs to get huge. All right. This video is half an hour long. I'm just going to keep putting it on mute and I'll watch the video happen <laughs> while we record the rest of this show. Oh, my God. This is, uh, it's amazing. I'm, I'm 14 seconds in and the video has 
already been worth it. It's art. It's even better when you go back and watch it with the sound. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but we talk, what were we talking Bubble about? chart. Right. <laughs> no, I was saying we can't do this for real people, but mm-hmm. billionaires are not real people. That's true. Should we do the billionaire butthole chart? We could definitely do put Jeff Bezos <laughs> on this chart. He's definitely got a bald butthole. Or, okay, it's either bald or it's very hairy to be ironic. Uh, you think <laughs> Jeff Bezos is, is, is into irony? I mean, is he one of those dudes who's like into like, you know... Maybe it's like a oh, what's this? What's the sh- the short story about the, pic- oh, the picture of Dorian Gray? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the gift of the Magi, the the butthole of Dorian Gray, <laughs> where like <laughs> where he gets balder and his butthole gets hairier. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it could be that. But I was I was thinking more like a Burning Man festival type rich person who would just it's kind of his way of slumming it, you know, kind of like so he's like yeah, I'll, I'll grow. <laughs> Not going to be all. No, I don't think so. I think it's fragrant and I think it's oh. clean. Uh, uh, he does have enough money to keep. Uh, that is the problem with the billionaire butthole chart. Like if you care at all about your butthole situation and you have a billion dollars, you can hire a person full time just to take care of your butthole situation. Yeah, I bet he's got a butthole guy. Yeah, he's got to have a butthole guy. <laughs> As opposed to a butthole place. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is another topic. It's just a guy driving next to you on the road at at like 7 55 a.m swerving <laughs> through traffic because he's late whoa to- i gotta get to jeff bezos's butthole he <laughs> 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 gets so mad grabbing an egg mcmuffin oh just fixing his tie i don't know why he has to wear a tie but he does i was just thinking of the song what if god was one of us when i, when I was talking about that because <laughs> anyway <laughs> Oh, you've made eye contact with the guy who cleans Jeff Bezos' butthole and you didn't even know it because you were just like uh, walking through a turnstile while he was walking out of a different turnstile and your eyes met and you saw you saw the desperation and the fear, but you had to get to your train. <laughs> anyway. Can't stop and help. No, nobody, nobody ever stops and helps the guy who has to take care of Jeff Bezos' butthole. I guess maybe, maybe he could be an older and sort of a noble... It's like a shoe shine, almost. I'm thinking type character. Oh, maybe it's a proud family passed yeah. down from generation yeah. to generation. Like the the fourth cousins of the Bezoses, they're raised. Like some are raised to be billionaires, and some are raised to take care of the billionaires' buttholes. And there's a whole like Downton Abbey where you sleep. You sleep downstairs, and then there's a little hole in your ceiling so that you can tend to the butthole anytime, right. night or day, whenever they press it to the hole and ring the little bell. <laughs> Ours is not to question why. Ours is not to question why. <laughs> I think I've peaked. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Just as a person? Not even in this podcast recording, I think. Yeah, that was oh, my you, best idea. You mean just now? I just now. I just <laughs> okay. had it. We're done. It's all downhill from the Downton Abbey butthole. And, and yet you think we're going to have you back on the show again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You keep asking me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready for another topic? Sure. Uh, my topic is, is giving people ideas helpful? Oh. This comes from like a long a long thought process about like how something like 20 years ago i realized that i get an, would i would get annoyed when people would recommend me music huh. because 
I'd be like, okay, I was already going to listen to something else. Now I have to listen to this instead. And it, it was like, oh. it was like work. It was like they uh, were they were giving me homework. Uh, and I've noticed that not everybody's like this, but a lot of people are like, or, or like nowadays, even recommending video games is like that. It's like, hey, I bet there's this game you'd like. Well, now I have to play this game that I might not like, and I might be asked about it later. Like, what did you think? Uh, of the g-? And I guess this is only tangentially related to that because originally this was um, – so we just we just wrapped up uh, uh, the Pico Steve Mo game jam. Oh yeah! Did you do a Pico Steve Mo? I did. What'd you do? I did a uh, a sequel to Maximum Overdrive. Nice. Where self driving taxis have paved the entire planet uh, in order to maximize fare revenue, uh, and you're you're one of the survivors trying to scrounge for resources in the waste in the in like the the endless wasteland. Oh. Uh, and there were there were seven entrants. They were all. Like they're, I, I was su- surprised by how good they all were. Actually, I was like, "This nice. one's not going to be that good." Oh, it's actually, it's really good. <laughs> and specifically, the ideas that I'm talking about here. Before we started doing the jam, I was I spent a couple of days just like brainstorming ideas for Stephen King related video games, and I put them all in the Pico Steve Mo thread for people to peruse. And was that helpful to anybody? Nobody used any of my ideas. And I was wondering, like, afterwards, like, by afterwards, I mean, like, a week later, I was wondering, like, did I just, like, salt the earth for all of these ideas? Oh, no. Like, is it is it that people only want to make their own ideas and now they can't make any of these because they can't have them independently? Oh, mm. shit. I mean, obviously, for me, these were all the most obvious ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously... You do the carry prom scene as yeah. Kaboom for the Atari 2600. <laughs> I do feel like I would have looked at your list of ideas and gone like, I'm not even going to look at that because I want to have my own ideas and fuck Jim's ideas. Right. If I was on a team with you, we would mm. do your idea. If I was not on a team with you, I would be like, well, can't do that one. Yeah. Damn. Uh, okay. Giving people ideas, not helpful. This is what we've established here. Yeah. Your recommendation thing... Is something I grapple with a lot because I, when I was younger, I welcomed recommendations more just because I had more time. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was actually really excited to be recommended something new when I was like 19 or something. But that just slowly went away. Right. And that probably also mm-hmm. coincided with the time in your life when like music was, new music was rare and scarce. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, like it, it was, it was, um, this was probably right around Napster where like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I have all the new music I could possibly want and <laughs> right. way more, you know, like I, if you, someone gives me a CD, like what is, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think I always feel guilty for not liking like I always feel like I could acclimate to anything and it's so much work to do that though <laughs> that like it's it really is like getting a giant book when someone gives me music or, or, or sends me a link to music because I'm like okay I could listen to this once but most of my favorite albums it took like two or three spins yeah. to uh-huh. get them yeah, yeah, yeah. but so even if I listen to this once I'm probably just gonna forget about it like so I have to listen either I have to like really learn it and learn how to appreciate it or why even start 
So yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you that's mean. probably yeah, like the opposite of what somebody wants when they're like, hey, I I think that you would really connect with this song if you were like, yeah, I listened to it once and I kind of bounced off of it. And they're like, no, 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 I need you. I which that's an interesting drive in general. Like, yeah. I connected to this thing. I want you to connect to this thing, and that yeah. is like a proxy for you it, and me. It's a form of outreach. Like you're you're yeah. you're, you're it's a bid for connection. I think is the psychological term. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I currently that does still happen sometimes, rarely. Always, well, it, it does, uh, and, yeah. and it's also still I think important for people to make the bids for connection, and also for people to agree to them. Whatever, whatever the word is for like reciprocating a bid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there was a time in my life when, uh, like, giving somebody a DVD, like, here's a movie, was mm-hmm. a meaningful, like, oh, good, now I have eleven movies I can watch instead of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. Like they they were a, a, a fantastic stocking stuffer, you know. Like just here's a low oh, yeah. a low cost gift that is basically always going to be appreciated, mm-hmm. and those are much harder to come by now. Like stocking stuffers now tend to be like like disposable stuff or like mundane stuff, like socks, yeah, or like th- like novelty throwaway stuff, like a fucking unicorn that when you squeeze it a rubber ball shoots out of its mouth and then you can put it back in the mouth and squeeze it again and try to hit your friend with it and like I this you is gonna say the unicorn that when you squeeze it the poop bubble happens oh that that could be a good one too yeah yeah as far as having homework uh my life partner is going through a major brandon sanderson phase and just handed me way of kings which is a fat fucking book and i now have a homework assignment i think we have to break up if i don't read way of kings and it's, this is this is rough good i'm enjoying it it's like i'm like five chapters in because i just never if i have free time i want to play a video game i don't want to read a book anymore i sh- should have had him on with april because april just <laughs> went to the brandon sanderson convention <gasps> oh no kidding in salt lake city Oh, we should put a pin in that. We should have them just do the all Brandon Sanderson special because he got yeah. shit to say and he can't say any of it until I have finished reading Way of Kings. So we just don't <laughs> talk anymore. We just coexist in silence, sharing furtive glances through the butthole hole. I just noticed in your background, you were talking earlier in the show uh-huh. about how you're going to you're gonna switch to the, no, I'm going to use the good microphone. I'm uh-huh. using the good microphone. And- in your background, I see unused is the microphone that I'm using. Oh, you've got you've just got another one. Yeah, so uh, that I I need to learn how to weld. There is a chain <laughs> of dependencies because I messed up. You know the little uh, USB like power jack thing. What do you call the the metal thing that the shit goes into when you plug a plug into a plug? The plug maybe socket. Yeah, yeah, the socket. I messed up the socket. And I found a guy on YouTube who's like, this is, yeah, um, this is a pretty good fix. If you already know how to weld, it should not be your first welding project. Like, well, fuck, (laughs) it would be. So now I need an easy welding project so that I can level up. Now is welding, (laughs) this is a separate thing from soldering, right? Soldering. Oh, I do mean soldering. I don't mean welding. Okay. Welding's okay. like the thing in Flash Dance, right? A Where giant, like the giant. Yeah, yeah. You've got the big mask. mask. Yeah. I do mean soldering. That is way easier. Okay, yeah. well, I learned to solder by I got it was a pong kit. This oh. was from Think Geek, it, circa okay. 2005 or something like that. My sister and I spent you know an hour putting together this kit, which involved at least I can't remember if she already knew how to solder, but I le- had to learn how to solder to do it and. We spent like an hour putting the kit together and then we spent like two minutes playing the game because 
fun part. This this is spoilers for the next topic, by the way. Ah. The fun part was was making the thing, and of course, the fun part would no, would not have been making the thing if it didn't work the first try. Because I, I I still have no idea how to like troubleshoot a bad solder job. Mm, like mm. if if this thing was if we'd done it wrong somehow, I would have no choice but to like like I guess I'll look at every connection, look at every trace on this circuit board and see if like it's accident touching that something that it doesn't look like it's just supposed to be touching that's right i think pretty much yeah, yeah. <laughs> i learned to solder from a job oh and you got paid to do it i got paid to do it is a f- assembly line and i was just getting into chiptune like at the time composing chiptune and everyone on the board was circuit bending and stuff oh nice oh, yeah. but i never made the jump like i'm really good at putting parts in removing parts blah blah blah. but i never made the jump to like knowing what anything is i just looked at a print put the parts where they go or took the parts out when someone made a mistake cleaned it with alcohol and you know all the stuff so i'm really good with my hands at soldering stuff like all the everything i can do everything but i don't have any knowledge of electronics still and so i was like kind of like really sad about that because like it's almost within reach, all this cool circuit bendy stuff, but I just, it's so much work to make the jump, like, to understanding what any of this is, that I was just like, or at least I perceived it that way, that it was just like, mm. and I still feel that way. I always thought the circuit bending ethos was like, didn't really require you to know what was happening. You just make random just, connections and see what sounds good. sounds cool, Yeah. Well, yeah, I opened a thing up and I just had too much anxiety about like. Yeah. So here's what you do. Instead of doing that, you just play with Game Genie codes that mess with the audio on NES games. There you go. That's a good way. Yeah. Is it still circuit bending if it's a game? Does that count as software? I think they call it data bending. Data bending. Uh, Data bending. I mean, the I've only ever heard data bending used to refer to like when they deliberately introduce MPEG artifacts into a video stream. But I would still call it data bending. Uh, data bending is a cool term. Like, it is. is that the thing where you you rename like an image file to a text file and then you edit some things and then you rename it to PNG and then look at what happened? <laughs> That's awesome. That might, I bet that would work. Yeah. Work, yeah. But Ginny, I brought I brought this up because you're sort of situation is i have three things on the shelf that (laughs) if i could only it's not find the time i don't have a lot of time but if i could only find the motivation and get over my risk aversion just a little bit to like i could probably fix these things but uh, (laughs) you do you think you're gonna do that or is that gonna sit there Oh, Lord. I mean, I if I were going to advise you to bet one way or the other with real money, I'd say bet on me never doing anything. Okay. I have I have a, a computer build sitting here that I got the parts for like during early COVID <laughs> and put together and tried to boot it up and got a postcode of zero zero said, OK, well, I probably did something wrong. It's my first build. I'm not sure exactly which of these things I did wrong. So I'm going to take it mostly apart and rebuild it. And then it's posting zero zero again. And then I just couldn't 
I was just, I'll, I'll just put this aside for a while. And I did that. And then I was like, okay, I don't remember what any of this stuff was supposed to do. I can't remember if I plugged in the fan cables because I was plugging them and unplugging them and plugging them. And yeah, so I think it's at the point now where if I want this like uh, actually fairly expensive in parts computer to work, I, I need to just like suck it up and take it to a guy. In 2020, was it like a top of the line? thing it was nice it was nice i got like uh i don't know how many uh, how many intels they're on but i got like a number nine they're probably on 73 now yeah yeah hey. it'll run older things oh the, the 986 that's a they're gonna have to go to a different numbering convention if they don't want to be confusing <laughs> after 986 <laughs> Yeah, that's that's very relatable. Like a lot of times, the perception of difficulty equates to the actual self self fulfilling mechanism. Right. Are we uh, ready for another topic? Sounds. Uh, yeah, good. I think I've said everything about giving people ideas. I was like, are we still on buttholes? No. <laughs> <laughs> moved on. This is a write in. James asks, "Why is configuring the thing more enjoyable than using the thing?" Yeah. So we just touched on that. We did. The the, the salient uh, example of this in my life is. When I got a NES Classic, mm. I spent several hours putting all my favorite NES games on the the device, and then I never played any of them because I've played all those games. Yeah, I'm sick sick of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only fun. It, it, it is a memory of fun, but it is not fun. I can go back to because because mm, your adult brain has. Used I've already to had that nice fun. things like like games that are not NES classics. Well, I was I just I just had a great time <laughs> playing a bunch of Pico Eight games, which were very similar uh. in in many respects to NES games. But I, I do think that like there's a a little bit more of a modern design ethos to them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, right. yeah. I got the SNES Classic, and it was similar. Like I was using that, what is it? I don't know what it's called, but it's that software someone made and loading it with the ROMs that I liked and and even some ROMs I'd always intended to play. Like there's a ROM hack version of a Final Final Fantasy, the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy. I think there was just one of them. And uh, it was a, from something awful called Awful Fantasy. And I it was just, a, they just replaced all the text with jokes and made it weird. And I'd always wanted to play it because it was just like a legendary thing. So I put it on my and but, you know, d- while doing this, I was fully intending to play all of these things and enjoy them. And I I, I, I had sold myself on how fun this is going to be once I'm done. I don't know how much fun I was having doing that. I was having more fun being like rubbing my hands together, being like, ooh, wee, I can't wait to be done. And I can dig into all these old games again. And of course, I didn't. I played Earthbound, which came with it, I think. Yeah. You gotta play one SNES. Earthbound's not a bad choice. Yeah, I, I think that game holds up really well. But um and then there's this family from church. Uh you might be seeing where this is going, but uh family from church who, you know, um their kids were elementary school age at the time um older elementary school age i would say and they were interested in retro games and stuff just because they liked some youtube or people who played them and stuff so i gave it to their family and they gave it to their kids as like a gift and they were really excited to get it and i wonder now because i forgot to delete awful fantasy on there i left awful (laughs) fantasy on there and i'm pretty sure it's quite profane and they are yeah, well, 
Anyway. Those kids just got incinerated. I hope I didn't ruin those children. But you know what? They watch YouTube a lot, so I think I... Oh, yeah. The algorithm's already showing up. I think YouTube will do that. And yeah. yeah. Maybe Awful Fantasy will even like help, will help yeah. them some. I don't know. But... um. Yeah, I always I always wonder about that and feel a little guilty. And I wonder if they found it and think I'm a freak because I don't. I still don't know what's. I still don't know what's in awful fantasy. And now you can never play it because you'll know exactly how bad it was that you gave it to yeah. these children. Yeah, sorry, off topic, but that's uh, good. Yeah, it was fun to, to to configure that, and then I never played it. So. Yeah. Are there any other examples? So, Jenny, you got anything? Any? I was thinking like character creation. Oh, yeah. Character creation. Yeah, I know. Uh, Riff has a bunch of hobbies that we have like a like a running joke about. Like the the fun part of these hobbies is they require a lot of physical things, and then the things require organization. So you track down all the things online, like uh, like Legos. You know, you're like, I'm going to do this build, and I'm going to acquire this very specific number of certain kinds of Legos, and then they all get sorted into a tackle box. Ah, I'm done. That was <laughs> ah, gee, that's like but, video games, isn't it? But he, but yeah. he does build. He does Lego. eventually do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. He does do, and he has. Um, he did this big cross stitch of a bunch of characters. Um, he does eventually yeah. do things. But I yeah, think yeah. I mean, cross stitch and Legos are both a great example of like. I mean, presumably you can be more or less creative depending on how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But they're both great examples of like. I'm just going to do this this rote task for however long I need to do a rote task for. Uh-huh. I think I do something similar to this where I go I get a vague idea for like a art project or some kind of project I want to do and I go to the store. I don't have a really solid plan, but I know it involves some a certain kind of material and I go to the store and I'm like, "Oh, this will be great. This will be great." and get supplies and then don't use them and then they're in a box somewhere just sitting on my floor and then i forget mostly about what or or maybe i never forget i don't think i ever forget i I actually see the things and i'm like oh yeah i gotta get around to that thing one day Uh i do think it's quite a bit of fun imagining what how great this is going to end up while i'm buying the products which is probably some kind of weird capitalism thing that's in that's ingrained in me now but yeah. There's a there's a Raspberry Pi that came out a couple of years ago that was just a computer and a keyboard and it just had an HDMI port in the back and you'd plug it into your TV or whatever and I was like, "Oh yeah, just like the Commodore 64." And I asked for one for Christmas and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I I can't buy this thing because I know that like all the fun I would have with it would be hypothetical because I don't have time for it. Like I but I asked for it for Christmas anyway and I've never opened the box." It's just I, my my prediction was exactly right. I don't have time for it, but it is there on the shelf. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that would be really fun if I ever had made time for this thing. I also have a Raspberry Pi in one of those cubes to see behind that I have not. I think I did open the box. I was like, oh, this will be. I just need the right project. Right. Yeah. I to to use Christianity terms, I think I'm being convicted right now. Oh, what is it? Uh, because um. I remember when I was maybe 18 or 19, I was just getting into making music and I went to someone's house uh, from the local music scene and he had like a bajillion guitar pedals that he would never use and they were all (laughs) sitting around and I was really poor and I'm like, dang, if I could just have one of those, I could do such cool stuff with it and it would like suck. 
And then eventually, uh, you know, I, I got some guitar pedals, but, but now I'm like, as you were talking, Jim, I'm like, crap, I, I should, but how do you, how do you, how do you find someone like old me to like, to like give some of this, maybe, maybe, I don't know, yeah. but, but yeah. I want to, I want to like get rid of some of this cool stuff that I know I'm not going to use. I, I wish there was like a website where it was, it's like, Hey, if you're actually into hobbies and you're not going to just resell this crap and you're going to use it. Right. Can I send this to you? Like, yeah, I don't know. That would be cool. A cool thing yeah. to exist. But I, my, my wife is on a Facebook group called buy nothing, mm-hmm. uh, which is just like, you know, I've got a gallon of peppers that I'm never going to use. You can just <laughs> uh-huh. come pick them off my porch. Oh, and people. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and it's things like that. And we ended up like getting rid of like half of my old video game stuff just by like putting it in a list and posting it to that site. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, I guess there's no way to know they didn't go resell it all. Yeah. I guess you can't police That's that. That's the thing. But. You need the precogs to do a brand. Right. Yeah. But, but it, I really got the sense from people's reactions that like, no, I'm actually going to play rock band with this rock band stuff. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to hang out with the people who are playing rock band in 2023. I know, right? I, I mean, like first time they sound fun. Yeah, yeah. That that should have been should have been me. I should have been playing rock band in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a child. Yeah, I have a small rock band. That's right. I need to I need to get started on teaching this kid how to play music. Yeah. First, I have to teach myself how to play music. <laughs> teach him a tracker. There we go. Yeah. Hey, kid, be, have my hobbies from when I was. 10 years older than you. Uh, hey, don't make me get convicted again. This is a list of ideas for Pico Steve games, dad. <laughs> I don't need this. I'm going to make my own ideas. Right, right. And that's the other thing is like, I was thinking about all like the, the children in my life. If I had a bunch of guitar pedals and I have the equivalent, you know, and I were trying to like, like, I'm never going to use these guitar pedals here. You use these guitar pedals. And they're like, what is, what is this shit? I've, <laughs> this is not my hobby. <laughs> like, I don't have someone in my life who has that hobby. And I think like the nature of being a child has kind of changed. Like yeah. rock music isn't the thing anymore. Rock music isn't that cool anymore. Though I think production is pretty cool. Like, yes. Computers, so people still might have a use for them. Yeah. But I think. I think people use their laptops for that. Yeah, now, that's you know? right. Yeah. 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 Like stuff on the radio tends to be a lot more like songwriter producer stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, if, if they're, if the kids are looking up to anybody, it's going to be, what was the brother sister? Oh yeah. The combo that, that what was it? is it, is it Billie Eilish? That's the one I'm trying to think mm, of. Yes. Yeah. They want a Grammy together. Yeah. Her brother used to produce her yeah 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 billy they're they're probably looking at billy eilish and 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 the the work that they're doing because that i believe that stuff just was done in a bedroom Mm, yeah yeah i I heard recently um the younger generation doesn't actually know how to use a computer because everything's on phone yeah but they're gonna know how to use a guitar even less (laughs) yeah yeah true that well yeah and when this is that is definitely a thing which is i think unfortunate but like in the grand scheme of things who knows yeah. Maybe I maybe it is maybe it is not the children who are wrong. <laughs> it would be really weird if we were the only generation that knew how to use computers. Oh, we are. It, it is, and it is weird. It is weird. But do you remember, yeah. like for for like ten years, 
and a lot of people still believe this, but for 10 years, it's, it's actually like was reasonable to believe that each generation would be better and better at using computers. Yeah. The one before it. Definitely believe and that. And so like you'd be going around like in the five-year-olds were terrifying. Like, cause they, yeah. they could, like they could <laughs> hack your foot so you can't walk. You know? <laughs> I mean, they could do that now with a knife. Oh, right. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> The computers becoming obsolete isn't going to save us. <laughs> I guess it's unfortunate because of how closed the new, like the new wave of software is. So they don't, they just don't have as much control over. Well, they just have phones now, which is yeah. the ultimate enclosed software. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's. It's not. It's like if it was just. I hate touchscreen interfaces, but mm-hmm. yeah, me too. If that was yeah. the big qualm, like, and as opposed to buttons, you know, maybe who cares? But. Just the fact that they have no control over their own systems and can't, you know, they're subject to products 100% as opposed to like solutions users make and then upload, you know, and then. Shall we do one last topic? Sure. Let's do it. Jenny, your topic is, I read one time the way you know if you live urbanly or rurally is if you live in a city, you know a place. And if you live in the country, you have a guy. Yeah. Theory being posited was that if you if you live if you live in the country and you need anything, you have a guy. You're like, oh, your snowblower went out. You should call my guy. I have a guy. Oh, you need a like like if you're in New Holstein, Wisconsin, and you need psychic healing, you call Ralph. Yeah, you got Ralph. Ralph is your guy. And then if you live in the city and you need your snowblower repaired, you're like, well, you don't because you live in the city and your landlord handles that in exchange for like taking all your money. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. If you're in the city and you want a Sonoran hot dog and you're like, man, I could really go for a Sonoran hot dog. And your friend's like, oh, I know a place. I know a place. And then you go there and you're like, yeah, this is pretty good Sonoran hot dog. But if you're in the country, you have a hot dog guy and he you call him up. (laughs) He comes to your house with a little suitcase full of hot dog, like Sonoran hot dog (laughs) ingredients. And he assembles it in front of you. Oh, he probably has a grill in the case. He's like, can I plug in somewhere? Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, it's a USB-C. And you're like, that's weird, but okay. He has a big jacket made of aluminum foil. Yeah, he opens. Oh, it's got like chopped onions in there. It's just hot dogs all in its many pockets. Oh, man. No, I, I want to be this guy. Oh, I love this. I got to move to the country so we can <laughs> hang out with the hot dog guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a... Uh... There's nothing inherently <laughs> urban about mm-hmm. a place. A place. Because people people work in a place. Sure. But I mean when you're in a city, more places count as a place. And when you're out in the country, it's just like this is just a patch of ground where you can't even like catch Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Yeah. I wonder like how much of it is just centralization. Yeah. How yeah. much of it is just like the guy he has to travel. Yeah. Because you can't run a business by there, you can't just like I'm gonna build a shed in the middle of nowhere because yeah. this isn't mm-hmm, a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So my dad lives in an un- unincorporated. Well, we mostly lived in unincorporated areas growing up, and there's mostly guys. I think that's pretty true. <laughs> um, even when they have a place, there's still a guy. There's still a guy. Because no one goes to their place. Yeah. Yeah. Does the guy come to you from his place that nobody yeah. goes to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was a, a car repair place kind of down the street, but it's still just the two guys. You just work with the guy, but. Two guys in a place would be a good name. Car repair <laughs> shop. Mostly guys, though. I think it could be yeah. a little bit class related to like guys and places because 
if you have a place that's a little more I don't know. Uh, I have a I have a human. I have a human. <laughs> that's, a, that's another level. Um, of uh, having your own guy just who only works for you, like a whole guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to butthole guy. Um, but my dad w- worked a- on a coffee route. He was a coffee Ooh. guy, Whoa. and who brought oh. like these independent gas stations, like their coffee oh, supply. That's interesting. Chris worked on a coffee truck, but it was yeah. A place. He had a warehouse, yeah. and he had a yeah. Did he did he roast truck. his own beans? Nice. nice no, nice. no, it was all probably pretty bad. Like we got the expired <laughs> coffee, which was like a terrible fate because like oh, it was already bad. It's already but bad. Then, but then my dad's like, we don't gotta buy coffee ever again. Oh, <laughs> so we just no. had like the worst coffee for like a decade. But. Oh. I mean, even even terrible coffee is still pretty good if you put cream and sugar in it. That's what you know. What we we got used to it, and I felt bad for people who came over because I knew it was bad. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so but I, I said all that to say mm-hmm. on his route there was a different car repair place that was a heck of a lot better and only slightly more expensive than the guy. In downtown in Lakeland, which is near the city nearest to us, uh, the, well, the the proper city nearest to us. And when I was in the waiting room, I got a sense that this is a place like uh, there aren't a bunch of guys. The the owner of the place actually did art classes in the lobby of the oh, um wow. the waiting room lobby. It's still Central Florida, so it was like mm-hmm. you know deer and. Deer meets its concern. Near deer and nature fish paintings, you know, stuff, uh, yeah, flowers, yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. people would like, not avant garde stuff, but still. Yeah. No, that is fancy for a car repair place. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, this is different than like the guy who did the other repairs that lived near my, near our house <laughs> out there also ran like a, had one tow truck and they would also do like AAA tow truck calls so sometimes they just wouldn't be around at their place because they were doing a call or you know so it's a it's a whole different the other place had employees and a receptionist and all this stuff that's not a guy yeah it's not a guy that's a business i went to an oil change place and you knew it was a place because it was kind of impersonal and and definitely in the city but also um somebody's somebody's business that they were selling work doing out of this oil change place was like off market like cologne and one of them was called yacht man <laughs> and i still think about yacht man was like, that I, like yes. the big this makes me think of like a bygone era maybe like i don't oh. know i don't may, oh, or like maybe that was it's just big multi-level marketing was reselling cologne i don't know yeah i i'm no. not in the world where people do like people know, have a friend from work who's like hey i got this yacht man stuff it's people are gonna <laughs> you gotta put in the front of your oil shop <laughs> well i do have a bunch of space in my oil shop i guess maybe somebody will buy yacht man like maybe a yacht man will come in yeah and he'll be like oh that's my cologne <laughs> I, I we stopped in a gas station in the middle of nowhere and it definitely had one of those like oh this is like somebody's homemade licorice candy you know uh, i got some because i was curious it was like a strawberry-ish thing and it's it, it my my best guess is that they like had this big bucket like of leftover like yeah let's um use this this strawberry scent that i got from the nearby factory that makes hand lotion oh 
<laughs> because it wasn't it didn't smell like strawberry candy. It smelled like strawberry hand lotion. Oh, oh no. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> I mean, if you imagine how hand lotion if the how the smell should taste, oh. it was like that. Okay. But hand lotion doesn't taste like that. No. Yeah. That sounds okay. like a good business idea. Stuff you're not allowed to eat. eat. Now you can eat it. <laughs> Get a website, stuffyou'renotalloweditoeat.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you could have all the butthole charts on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're allowed to eat those. It's no. 2023. <laughs> you have to get consent, though. That's the problem. Oh, that's true. That's true. I, mean, I had an entire fucking conversation with ChatGPT4 about consent as it related to fictional characters because I just wanted it to make me a little Garfield dating sim. And it was like, no, I'm a fucking Puritan. You will not have this thing because Garfield, you should not, you should not date Garfield with his consent and he's incapable of giving consent and i fucking like argued this thing down until it agreed to write me a garfield dating sim he's like it's like oh oh i see how the thing you want is is a harmless bit of fun and not prurient yes i will write you a garfield dating sim and at that point i just felt dirty i was like don't even ah fine okay. i don't know if i even okay, want but this now. what i'm hearing is that if you want <laughs> if your fetish is arguing an ai into submission <laughs> It, it might be at this point. I don't know. It That's, wasn't not satisfying. Like AI like is I supposed won. to be helpful, but that sounds exhausting. Oh, it really was. That sounds like like the, dealing with regular ass programming APIs. Like yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I told a lie. It was 3.5. I think four has gotten better on this. But uh, I would like. I who knows? Like I know they're they're trying to make it. They're trying to address concerns that like. AI art is like violating people's copyright, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, I was half expecting you to say, "Yeah, we can't do anything with Garfield because that's <laughs> Jim oh. Davis will come to our house." That's right. Yeah, no, that's not the problem. It's that that Garfield cannot consent to date. And I was like, "Okay, are you saying that he can't even consent to date a fictional character? Are you saying that like the entire realm of visual novels is inherently problematic because these?" I mean. All of fiction is inherently problematic because your characters are are not consenting to the situations that you put them in, sexual or not. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to take a hardline stance on this, but I think (laughs) I would say that it's okay to write fiction about anything. Yeah. That's what I I would say. I Maybe like maybe you could convince me otherwise. Yeah, but definitely. I don't, like when I went into this, I was picturing something where like you go on a date with Garfield and he says, "How do you like the lasagna?" Hi, Winston. Winston's showing us his new here. Come, come into frame, buddy. Yeah, I can't see you, Winston. Come what into is the it? light. Oh, instead, he's playing with the microphone stand, so it's going to fall onto my keyboard. <laughs> oh boy! Come on. Over, over. Yeah, there's you're you're still not visible. Hi. There we go. Hi, Winston. Hi. Hi. You gonna say hi, buddy? Hi, April. Hi. You're gonna. So, what have you been doing, buddy? <laughs> She's just eating the microphone. This is something he did when he was a baby. Aww. So it's uh, it's just bringing back some memories. Yeah. You're like your baby. <laughs> and now. <laughs> I don't want. To. You don't want. To, you don't want to tell any stories. All right. Go ahead and run off while I finish this show. Out. <laughs> we have new shoes. Great. Huh. We can't show you the shoes because they don't look like a human face. Oh they, God! They would it's be, not going to show up. Right. <laughs> well, you're going to have to get them some shoes that do look like. A human face. Yeah, that, that's that's what we're going to do next time, so we can show. Yeah. It'll show up on Zoom. 
Put on your face shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, like an expression that you'd use when you were getting geared up. I don't know what situation. Jim, this maybe this needs to be a topic, but I make up so many fake words and phrases for my kids because if they they encounter a new thing, I know there's something that they are familiar with that's kind of close. Oh, yeah. And then oh. this thing they're unfamiliar with. So I'll be like, this is cake bread or you know like all you know that's not a good example we tried to get winston to eat garbanzo beans by calling them hummus beans yeah Yeah. that kind of thing exactly yeah 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 Yeah. he doesn't he doesn't like when we're giving him the covid test he doesn't like the nose swirlies nobody (laughs) likes the nose swirlies that shit is terrible yeah just today there was something that he was like rejecting oh yeah there's in Germany, they call it Brotchen, which is like a cute name for bread, like little bread rolls, oh. basically rolls, Brotchen. And um, he likes those. And then there was Brotchen with chocolate chips in it, which was like <laughs> a sweet bread with chocolate chips in it. Yeah. And I ripped him off a piece and he looks at it and he's like, Ugh, and he gives it back to me. And I'm like, it's it's chocolate Brotchen, chocolate. And, and then he's like, he's like, no. And then I'm like, it's chocolate cake and he's like "Ooh, cake and he eats it and so i just have to keep make telling him things are not what they are and then after that i said do you want chocolate brochin and then he's like okay but you gotta lie a little bit first i guess this actually does that with his mom about like kimchi (laughs) (laughs) it's It's ramen noodles yeah (laughs) yeah she'll eat it but it's like oh kimchi she's like "Mm, mm mm-mm Like, oh, it's sour. And that's all the time we have for Topic Lords. All right. <laughs> How much of the, the kid, is that all going to stay in there? Uh, we'll see. I mean, okay. usually like, uh, I mean, I, I hand these off to, like I, I used to do the editing. I, I hand these off to Esper and she uses her best judgment. Okay, cool. Um, Like I, I imagine like just the cutest parts will show up. Okay. And not cool. like the, the time where I'm like kind of cajoling him into saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Esper, don't cut any of my butthole content. <laughs> or else. Or else you're going to get your own chart. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, if this is something that you want, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, Lord. I'm vaguely on Mastodon at Horse Wizard. I don't really. Uh, yeah. I look at it sometimes. Uh, and and sorry, I didn't hear any of that because of Winston making noises, but I assume you answered the question. I did. It'd be funny if I didn't. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that too. Can we retcon it that I didn't? Okay, sure. Okay. Just add silence there. Yeah. Jay, if this is something that you want, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, just search Jay Tholen. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Or Tholen. T-H-O-L. Tholen. Dadgummit. It could be either one. It is it is Tholen. I just got to, I just got, I need discipline. Wait, anyway. you, are you, have you been getting your own last name wrong this whole time? <laughs> Yeah, okay. This is something. So there's a story here, which is that uh, one of the first times Jay was on the show, maybe the first time, mm-hmm. he had said that uh, he he had never decided which way to pronounce his name. Uh, and I made him decide. Oh, and, and now he's doing it wrong. Since then, he consistently gets it wrong every time. <laughs> we, <laughs> we said Tholen growing up. It's mm-hmm. just so hard to break. But I think it's Tholen. But isn't it Tholen then? Like, wouldn't it be Tholen? We said if- Tholen growing up. But my family, even when I was growing up, were like, well, yeah, well, the 
right way to say it's stolen, we think. But mm. we say so it, even they said that's the but we say it's stolen because of habit. Okay. This is we need Avery yeah. back on the show to explain <laughs> what right and wrong are. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that same situation with Palodna and I'm not changing it. What is the other way? Uh P- Palodna. Okay. Yeah, I I never know which one to say. All right, I'm back on Tholen. Okay. All right, All right. I'm just doing We're that. Back on Tholen. We're back on Tholen. <laughs> back on Tholen, putting on our face shoes. Yeah. Mountain out, or whatever it was. <laughs> All right, Mountain well, it's out. been it's been fun. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, really. Hi, this is Jim. This is the audio I append to every episode of Topic Lords. Congratulations to our newly anointed lords. This episode was edited by Esper Quinn, who can also edit your episode if you contact them on Twitter. If you'd like more people to hear the show, you can tell your friends about it, or rate and review us on whatever podcast service you use. You can add content to the Topic Bucket by emailing topicbucket at topiclords.com, and you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash topiclords. Patrons get episodes a week early, and you get access to the Topic Lords Discord, where you can discuss topics with all the lords that hang out in there. See you next episode!